Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Mike Clemens on the ground up in Green Bay. Training camp accommodations provided by the Radisson Hotel and Conference Center. Green Bay featuring newly renovated guest rooms that Mike Clemens finds himself in for week number three of Packers training camp. Big news of the day, Mike. I, I understand the fights were were a major part of it, but also the Jason Spriggs getting cut had to have been somewhere in there as well today, waived for yet another running back getting brought into camp. Yeah. Um, and you know they're, they're a little bit short on running back because Trey Carson is out, but oh. you know this is um, this has been a situation you know it's been going on with Spriggs. You know it, the guy fills in on a Saturday when Belaga takes a veteran's rest day off and he injures his back. And I've you know obviously the Packers have just seen enough of this guy. And I think it's also because number seventy Alex Light has really stepped up at tackle, and they think you know that free and clear now that's the backup tackle to Belaga. Or maybe Bakhtiari on the left or right side right now. So, Mike, it feels like there were differing, differentiating opinions between the head coach and the quarterback of how these joint practices went. Yeah, Lafleur was asked about this um, after two days of the joint practices, some skirmishes, of that, and that was actually a pretty good camp fight yesterday because there was a half dozen guys, big guys, down on the ground. <laughs> good, big so, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that, that. That's when it's a real, you know, a right. real camp situation. Exactly. And the other thing. Gary's how much it brought the Packers players locker room together. Yes. Every one of those guys was saying yesterday, you know, hey, that, that's our brother. And, you know, the rookie Sternberger coming across the middle. You don't hit a guy like that. Everybody knows what this is. We take care of each other over here, said Devontae Adams and Jimmy Graham. You don't pull that crap. Yeah, I don't care if you're a rookie or whatever. All of these guys in the locker room. And I'm thinking LaFleur absolutely knew this is what it leads to. This is why he brought in another team, because it creates some kind of adversity. And adversity, what? You find out what you've got in a team. You my- find out put, bringing guys together. And you don't walk into the, the situation with 180 football players out there and 50 NFL coaches and a bunch of refs, and the, the, the fans were twice as large for the crowds, especially for J.J. Watt. It's chaotic. It's my- a little chaotic. Mike, when was it, when was the last time you seen that though that that togetherness and those guys coming in fight for one? Hasn't that been missed inside the locker room for a long time? You thought? Yeah, since the days of Josh Sitton and James Campen yelling at Winston Moss about five years ago, when the defense and the offense were going at it with each other, and we heard that after practice there, behind closed doors there was some stuff going on between the offense and the defense. But back in 2005 and Ted's first year up here. 
when Sherman brought in the Buffalo Bills and they had some skirmishes, Ted's like, that's it. I don't want to see anybody getting hurt in training camp. If players are going to get hurt, it's going to be in a game that counts. And I don't want to see guys getting hurt in their training camp. And so, you know, he talked out of McCarthy out of ever considering having a joint practice all those years. But LaFleur is like, you know, you turn on the NFL Network, everybody is doing this. Yes. Because no. it brings juice. No, it does. That 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 also, that, that Zadarius Smith, that that guy, you, you've seen him in, you know, I mean, we're we not going to get too bad, but I mean, you've seen him inside the locker room. That's a big dude. Isn't he? Mean guy. And he's got a little Terrell Suggs in him. He does. He brought a little Terrell Suggs with him. He was with that guy for yes, four years. Yes. And he knows what that and now the Terrell's, you know, out of the Baltimore locker room and out in Arizona with the Cardinals. And this guy's looking for that. He's got that, Gary. Mm-hmm. He's got that, you know, uh, personality about him. And he's strong and he's making some hits out there. And he's I mean, he's passed up Preston Smith as far as I'm concerned, in terms of what he's shown so far in practice. He took a shot today at Deshaun Watson on the final play. Like, mm. Hello. Hey. <laughs> you know? Because he knows he's not going to play Thursday night, and you know either of those guys are going to see each other. But he wants you know something to a little a little thing to remember <laughs> Green Bay by. So listen to Matt Lafleur, okay. because you know how tentative this guy has been all this spring. But as the adversity and the injury list and all these other players and all this stuff going on up here the last couple of days. This guy even seems to be more calm, cool, collected. And when we asked him today, would you ever do this again? Absolutely, 100%. I, I want to do this again. I'd like to do it multiple times if we could. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, there's, there's teams that do that. I know it's kind of foreign to up here, it seems like. But, uh, yeah, New Eng- I know New England's done it. Um, I, b- I believe the Rams are doing it because they're, they're practicing versus the Chargers. And I know I think they're going up to Oakland to play them. So, yeah, there's, there's multiple teams that will do that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I know next week the Texans are, are going against the Lions. So, yeah, I think you get a lot of good work out of it. Out of it and, uh, you know, as long as you can keep everybody's uh, temper in check and, and, uh, and not let it escalate to, to skirmishes, I think there's a lot of good work that can be had. It, that's a definitely different response than Aaron Rodgers had to the work that he felt like they got. Yeah, now Rodgers said today, I love our new scheme. I love all the things we've got in it. I'm anxious to run it. I think where he's coming from is, you know, for the last two days, we, we put out this vanilla scheme. The Texans put out this vanilla scheme. It's like I just lost two practices that I need with these guys to get ready for the Bears. Yeah, but, Mike, if it was so vanilla, why couldn't you get a first down? Well, hey, good point. And, <laughs> and LaFleur was also very upset today with offense. I think, I think some of these players, though, too, Gary, it's like, Man, we got a game Thursday night. What are we doing out here today? You know, shouldn't this be more like a run through? Why we got pads on? We're hitting some team from other. You know, I think maybe some of that was going in. But Aaron Rodgers was asked today. Now, you know, yeah, you had that when you were a rookie. You had that, that uh, joint practice against the Buffalo Bills when Sherman was still the coach. Would you ever want to do this again? I wouldn't mind if they didn't do it for another 14 years. But I think if they, uh, you know, look, that's out of my control. I, I think the, the key for all of us here is um, how important training camp is to our, not only our fans, but, uh, you know, local businesses. So unless we're going to California, I'd kind of be, um, you know, bummed out if we had to go uh, to another city. 
you know, you bring a team in, I understand the point of it. I don't think doing live special teams drills are very, uh, very smart. I think, you know, uh, the PA is going to look at that uh, for sure. I don't think it's, you know, that's one of the kickoff, especially is one of the most dangerous plays in football, and that's why they've tweaked different things over the years to do uh, close to a live kickoff drill. I don't think it's the best use of uh, inter-squad practices like that. All right, Clevin, so what we learned is the Packers will play the Niners in exhibition season next year, and they'll be going to San Francisco to do this. That's Probably. what we learned. Yeah. yeah there you go. Yeah. And, 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 yep. they, and, and I know that it'll be included a team bonding trip to Napa Valley. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Hang out with but, Charles hey, listen, Wilson. Listen, you know, he's like, is he going to be on the phone to the Players Union after this practice? Because Trevor Davis who's been having a great camp, then they put him back there at kick mm-hmm. return. And Rodgers, is his, he's accurate. I mean, for some reason, when they were doing kickoffs against the Texans, it looked live. It looked live. And so Trevor, you know, catches the ball, he takes it up the right sideline and gets drilled, and he's out of practice today with a stinger. And, and Rodgers mm-hmm. is like, what the hell is this? You know, shouldn't the Players Association be in on this? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think he's going to even have to call. I think he just that was his that was his call, Mike. Right? Everybody in the media is going to let it know. Twitter's going to let the people in the players' association know. Yeah, they got Twitter. They yeah, the, got the, Twitter. the the people that need to know are going to know because I said it, and it's similar to me. It feels like what LeBron James does, right? Because he's the the epicenter of pro basketball. A Rod thinks that he's the epicenter of pro football, and whatever oh, I say, my. everybody's going to listen to. Danica was here today, by the way. Oh, Whoops. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. Yeah. First time I'd ever seen her at practice. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. She talked to Mikey Clemens. Did you get a picture like you did with Justin Timberlake? I, d- I did not. Oh, uh, I did get a picture with Jordy Nelson, though. He was he came by, and I got the chance to talk to him. And, and I asked him this question this morning, because he did a press conference this morning about 9.30, where he officially retired as a Packer. And I found this interesting. You know, um, your friend Dennis Krause, uh, Gary, asked him first question. He goes, why are you doing this? Because, you know, it's like they, they shortchanged you in your final year as a Green Bay Packer, man. You know, and, and, and Jordy said, well, first of all, um, I took the offer from the Raiders. We had a good year in Oakland. You know, he got paid well for doing it. He had a good season with them, et cetera. And then when that came to an end and he just decided, okay, you know, I've had enough football. I'm going to retire. He said it was the Packers. He said it was Mark Murphy that called him a couple of days after he officially said, yeah, I'm done with football. I'm not going to. Uh, explore any interviews with other teams. Um, Mark Murphy called him and said, how'd you like to retire as a Packer? So the Packers want to bring him back in, you know, as an ambassador. It's like another guy like Donald Driver or Leroy or those kinds of guys that are spokespeople and do things for the community and that type of thing for the Packers. And he'll be in the Packers Hall of Fame in a couple of years, and, and that's that. But this is one story that I always wanted to ask Jordy, and so I asked it today in the press conference. There was a time, and Jordy Nelson listeners he, he's exactly the guy that you hear in the interviews he's this guy who grew up on a farm in kansas played his tail off for the kansas state wildcats worked very hard and and you know how hard he worked as a player and he's just a straight even keeled guy uh, he's the same guy that you hear in the sound bites except one day and i thought it was Devonte's second year uh Devontae, remember there was a period where Devontae adams had a problem with the drops oh yes right? he did and Devonte has always been an upfront guy. I mean, he, he'll he'll tell you what's going on, on or off the microphone. And so there was 20 of us, and Devontae had had a bad game. And then he got hurt at the end of this one game. And I remember we're standing around his locker room three, four days later on a Wednesday. was the first chance to talk to him. Say, hey, can you go over? Because we didn't get a chance to talk to you Sunday after the game. 
what happened in some of these plays and some of these drops? So, well, to see the first one was this, and this this one, I might have done this wrong. Jordy puts on his shirt. He's dressing in his locker neck. He comes down about 10 feet and pokes his head into that group of 20 cameras and stuff around Devante and his locker, and he goes, hey, man, knock it off. Don't bring in that negativity in this locker room. You don't need to talk about that. He interrupted the, the like press conference and said, you don't need to talk about that. And at first, Devante thought he was kidding, and then Devante looked at him and says, he's serious. And Devante said, oh, okay, um, you guys got any other questions? And, and it kind of broke up. And it's like, that, that was different. And I asked Jordy if he remembered doing that. He remembered it down to the day. He was a young guy, and I think you're talking about the New England game. I'm pretty sure he had 100 yards. He dropped the ball right on the goal line that could have sealed it for us. But without everything else he would have done in that game, we wouldn't have won it to begin with. Unfortunately, some people like to focus on the negative, um, and I didn't want, as a young guy, to take away what he did. I already know he knows what he did, and he knows what he didn't do, but to constantly get hounded on that stuff can wear on you. So it was something that, like I said, he, I didn't say he, wouldn't, he didn't win it for us, but he put us in a situation to win it. That, I didn't want him to lose focus on that, especially as a young kid who's building confidence. I mean, he was thrown into a very tough situation his rookie year of playing right away. And starting and we tell the guys in that room all the time when you're young it might be rough to begin with but we're going to lean on you late in the year in the playoffs because someone's going to get banged up someone's going to get tired um, we're going to need you and that Patriots game was late the Cowboy playoff game was big for him as well and um, it came true so yeah it's time to move on but like I said we dwell enough on it we don't need to be re- reminded about it as well I remember that game very, very well, yeah. Mike. He he had a huge game, and that was the one where Jordy houses the one basically on a slant fully across the field, right? Yeah, and I, I, the thing about it was it was just, you know, Jordy, as I say, usually you know kept it light, liked to laugh, you know, very helpful with the media, et cetera. But he was very stern about that, and that was his style of leadership. I mean, behind the scenes, in the wide receiver's room, those guys are very stern, and they say, we're not talking about this crap, you know, after the game, you know, after on Monday. We move on. Don't, you know, don't let anybody in this room start second-guessing themselves or listening to, as they call it, the noise outside because it's, it's a cancer that it can affect all of us. And we need to move on and be positive and be confident that the next game we go out there, we can beat anybody that we line up against. Mike, any big storylines that we should watch for going into Thursday first training ca- or first preseason game? Who are some of the guys that we expect that won't be playing? Well, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to play. And then it's going to be short over for the Texans. I just heard that A.J. McCarron had to leave practice today, early the backup quarterback for the Texans, who, by the way, was visiting with Jordy because they were teammates for that one year with the Raiders. Um, but I did ask, um, in one of my reports I'll have coming up tonight and later, um, about Deshaun Kaiser and Tim Boyle, you know, the backup quarterback situation. Kaiser's got all the athleticism. Boyle seems to come more alive under the lights in the game. So that'll be interesting to see how those guys take a, you know, advantage of their opportunities Thursday night at Lambeau against the Texans. We'll talk to you before that game on Thursday. Mike Clemens, our embedded green and gold football reporter, brought to you by Chili's each and every time he stops by here on the Wendy's Big Show. <laughs> Appreciate it, Mike. Great work Thanks. so far. Thank you, Big Show. That's Mike Clemens up in Green Bay, joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019. Look no further. Call Great Midwest Bank, 
today. Great Midwest Bank providing simply local common sense lending to your community since 1935. Mike Clemens' hits are always brought to you by Chili's. Stop in today at Chili's for a three for ten dollar deal starter entree and a drink for just ten bucks. Cajun chicken it's pasta. Chili's here on the fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.